Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Thomas, which is called Didymus, 
unto his fellow disciples, let us go also that we may die with him. Why he said that, I just can't think far. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was near to Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know, but I know that even now, even now, somebody put your hands together for that. that but I know that even now, whatsoever you ask of God, he will give it to you. So, oh, hallelujah. Even now, even now, there's, there's something about that, that phrase, you know, that utterance, which began to speak so much to my spirit this week. Lazarus is dead. But she said, but even now, we'll get to it. But I want to start from the relationship between the family. You know, um, the word of God started by saying that Jesus was a personal friend to this family. Um, uh, he spent time there with them and his sister had made great sacrifice for him. So I'm sure he passed by often and they received him. God Bible said they were friends and they, he loved them. But there's something about a relationship between people or between man and God, which gives us confidence to call upon them in the time of need or in a time of distress. When you have a very good relationship with somebody and you have a need of any sort, you have this kind of confidence. Oh, if I call sister that or brother that or this person, surely help will come. And so they had this confidence to call Jesus to come. But Jesus was on mission. So their confidence was great. You could see that they really trusted that Jesus would come because he was away on mission. And they said, stop the mission and come. Because the one that you love is sick. Come. And their expectation was that Jesus would come. Why? Because they had this relationship with, 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 with him. There's a certain joy in there's such an acceleration in knowing that you have somebody in your life that you can depend on, you know, whether in the good times or in the bad times, and you can trust. And this is what covenant relationship is about. The covenant relationship between a husband and a wife is that which guarantees that in the case of any problem, the first person you want to pick up a phone and call should be your spouse. It's a, because there's a covenant, right? Right? Right. A certain covenant relationship between you and your pastor. So you have a problem, oh, you pick a phone, call pastor. Your pastor will come or do something about it. Because it's a relationship, right? Now, but more especially, our covenant relationship with God. Above all covenants, relationship that we have with man is the covenant relationship that we have with God. And that covenant relationship that we have with God is such that we also have this confidence that when we pray, he will hear us and he will help us. In time of trouble, in time of affliction, we have this confidence that he will come to our aid because we are in a relationship with him. 
And he is the initiator of covenant. The covenant between man and God was not initiated by man. Never is, never has been, never will be. It's God who initiates covenant. And he says that he's a covenant keeping God. And he says that the covenant that he has with us, he will never break. Neither will he alter the thing that has gone out of his mouth. And truly, according to God's word in Leviticus 26, he, he said to them that his people that if they do not worship idols or anything, you know, or go and bow down to any stone or anything, and they'll keep his Sabbaths and reverence his sanctuary, his house. He's the Lord. I am the Lord. So if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then these are the promises of the relationship. So I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield its increase unto you, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and your threshing shall reach unto the vintage, and the vintage shall reap unto the sowing time. Talking about a cycle of harvest, never running out of food. That's what it means. Then I'll give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. And I'll rid evil beasts out of your land. That is God's divine preservation, protection. And then he said, and neither shall the, shall the sword go through your land. God's deliverance. And, he said, and you shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall by your sword. You shall chase your enemies. They will fall by your sword. And five of you will chase a hundred, and a hundred of you will put ten thousand to flight. Put your hands together for that. Talk about God's empowering grace for his people. That guarantees that we will never be prey to the teeth of the enemy, but rather God will give us power over our adversaries and the work of the enemy, who is the devil. Amen. And he said, and I will have respect unto you. I will have respect unto you. I will honor you. I will honor my word to you. And I will value you. And I will, I will see you as precious. Amen. And make you fruitful and multiply you. And I establish my covenant with you. And you eat the old store and bring forth the new, bring forth the old because of the new. And I will set my tablet among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you, and you will be my God, and I will be your people. This is a beautiful relationship. Very beautiful. Where we have God as our God, and he says that if we worship him and serve him, do not bow down to idols and do not go after his word, this Things that I've just enumerated to you are the blessing of the covenant relationship. A powerful relationship that gives us confidence in life, in every life situation. It, it must give you confidence. You see, because a, co a covenant is different from a contract. A contract is such that you fulfill your part, I fulfill mine. If you don't fulfill your part, I don't also fulfill mine. But when it's a covenant... It's a spiritually binding legal agreement which God will perform his, his counsel and his part. He will do it. And we are also supposed to do ours. And so the covenant that we have with God should give us the same confidence that Mary and Martha had to call Jesus that leave what you are doing. Come to my house. Come to our house. We are in trouble. Amen. Give us confidence that his presence will be with us in time of need, in time of trouble at all times. And so they sent for Jesus. They called him, come. The Lord, the one whom you love, is sick. And they added that. You know how people can psych you up? 
Now don't know no yari. Yes, hold on, Diana and Abra. And that's what they were saying. But Bible said when Jesus heard that, he said the sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. And he, Amen. Put your hands together. Tell somebody God knows something we don't know. Tell somebody God knows something we don't know. <coughs> Amen. He definitely knows something we don't know. Oh, that one. Amen. And so he said plainly to his disciples after he went through all these, you know, parable-like speaking, he said plainly to them, so he said plainly to them, Lazarus is dead. Lazarus is dead. But he had taken it easy. He had taken it cool. They said, now let us go. Let us go. Let's go. So we may wake him up. So Jesus had a plan all along that it didn't matter what had what happened because he knew that he had the power. He's a resurrection and the life. He would raise Lazarus up. Amen. So it wasn't a matter of timing. So I'm telling you today that it's not a matter of timing. It's a matter of God's intent. It's a matter of God's purpose. It's not a matter of timing. It's in his time. He makes all things beautiful and he will. He will. Guarantee. So when he got there, said he had been laying in the grave for four days. And Martha, as soon as she heard, ran out. But Mary sat at home. And I, I can just picture, I always picture that scene. And what I think is Mary say, that was an attitude, really. And it would probably be mine and yours, too. No expectation. She didn't have any expectation. You know, she was angry, to use a nice word. Just out of it. So she didn't come out. But Martha ran out. Because Martha had a glimmer of hope somewhere within her spirit. And that's what I, I, that's the essence of this whole message. That you must always have you know, a glimmer of hope somewhere within your heart, within your mind. Amen. It shouldn't be that you, it's a hopeless. There's nothing like a hopeless situation. And I was speaking to somebody this morning. There's nothing like a hopeless situation. You see it as a hopeless situation, but it's not, even now. And so when she went, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Another accusation. Why am You didn't come early. You see, he's dead. It was a mild accusation. Actually, hers was better than Mary's silence. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. That means that you heard that he was sick. We sent a message, messenger, and you didn't come. He's dead. You are too late. It's too late. But even now, even now, she said it. So if you had not, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Then she said, "But," and you see, whenever "but" comes into any any phrase or any sentence, that means that something else is manifesting. Something else. There's something else in it. So, oh, I was afraid, but that means that it didn't end in the fear. Oh, I was so discouraged, but the but, you know, tells us that something happened that didn't leave you in that place of discouragement. I was broke, but that means that you didn't, you didn't stay broke. Is somebody with me this morning? 
I was sick or, or even presently I am sick but that means that it is not an end situation. Is somebody hearing me right this morning? Put your hands together and give the Lord a praise. So, but I know that even now, even now, whatsoever you ask of God, God will give it to you. That's what she said. Even now. Now, what is your expectation? Your brother is dead. So, even now, what? What is he going to ask of the Lord? That means somewhere in the, in the heart of this woman, she really believed that her brother could come back to life. So I want to ask you that in the midst of anything and everything going on around you, what is your true heart's expectation? What, what do you really feel in your heart? Do you think that is it? Do you think it's ended? Do you think it cannot be? Or do you also have within your spirit the even now? I pray you do. I really pray you do. I do pray you do. Amen. So, so she had some confidence in Jesus' ability to do something in the face of that dead situation. It was a dead situation. A friend of mine used to say, D-E-D, dead. Dead situation. So I said, say, with a D-E-D, dead. He said, no, honey. It was a dead situation. It was finished. But she said, even now, even though he's dead, even now, I know that whatever you ask God, he will give it to you. We all meet many dead situations in life. We do. Sometimes financial, sometimes it's health, sometimes relationship, sometimes, you know, broken dreams, lost causes, all kinds of things that will happen. We all come to dead end situations. You had a very powerful business plan. You worked it and worked it. It didn't materialize in anything good. It's like, it's, 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 you know. But even now, even now, is somebody with me? You see, the even now mentality, and I, and I chose to call it a mindset. It's, it's a place that we must get our mind to. You see, because you, your thoughts, your thinking pattern really come out of, you know, within you, within your, your soul, because you know, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And whatever you think is what gives birth to an action. Because Martha could have met Jesus and said, Jesus, you didn't come. He's dead. So call the trumpeters and let's go and trumpet of Zion, let's go and sing and bury him. Pardon <laughs> me. But she had a different mindset. I call it the even now mentality. See, and the even now mentality is what we need for a breakthrough. And you, see, you don't need a breakthrough until you've come to a wall. When we say breakthrough, it means that it's a wall which you cannot penetrate. But when we say breakthrough, that means somewhere or the other. Either you break through that heavy, strong concrete, or you, you jump above it, or you go under it, or something, that you get through it. That's what a breakthrough is. A very difficult thing, but you get through it. That's what we call a breakthrough. But you see, the even now mentality is what will bring you to the place of the breakthrough. Because if you don't have that even now mentality, you will stand in front of the wall and the probability of just turning back to go the other way is behind. Because you don't have any hope that you can go through that wall. Amen. The even now mentality is that which we must have when we are faced with, with situations that seem to be above solution. 
I don't know whether there's anybody in this house who is faced with any situation that is that seems to be above solution. Is that you don't find a solution, you don't see a solution in it. But I've come to tell you that if you take on the even now mentality, there is a solution. There's a way. Amen. See, there's other things that you need to be done. You need it to be done. You want it to be done. I mean, you are desperate for it to happen. You see, and you don't give up on those things. Don't give up on things that you need to happen. You don't give up on it. It's ah, well, my papa yet Let it go. The enemies rejoice when you let it go. But when you come to say, no, 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 no. Even now, I believe. It's been three years, but even now I believe. I've done this a hundred times, but I believe that even now that there will be a way, there will be a solution. Amen. You see, and that mentality I realized, you know, and I was hearing this in the in the inspiration of the spirit in my spirit that she took the limit of Jesus. Can Jesus be limited? Yes, by her own belief. But you see, her words that even now, I believe that whatever you ask God, He will do it for you. Jesus was automatically pushed into a certain gear. Because the, is that the person says that I believe that whatever you ask, God will do for you. You say, I will not ask. I mean, hey, you can't say that. You ask. You will do something. So she took the limits of him. Allowed him to move into another realm altogether. Because she said, even now, he's there. But even I know that you can ask God and God will do it for you. Even now means that we believe that there are no limits. Nothing limits God. She believed that nothing limits Christ. Say so he's dead. Yes, but even now, I believe that you are not limited by anything. And I tell somebody today, God is not limited by anything. Nothing. Nothing. Sometimes, you see, the power of our senses is so strong that when you use your five senses, you get into a mode where it's difficult to see beyond the five senses. So there comes a time where you need to step out of what you see. Step out of what you are hearing. Step out of what you feel. You'll be feeling it, but in your spirit, step out of it. I feel it, but I know it, but this is it, but even now there can be a change. Amen. Just telling that there's nothing that is impossible for God. No limit. Nothing. Nothing limits him. And this, I've come to say we must all take on this even now mentality. Because I realize that it's an open door into the future. It's an open door to the future because for Lazarus, it was like, that was it. But his sister said, even now, opening a door into a future for him. And because she believed that, it happened. Amen. Even now, makes room for continuity. It's not over. I think it was Matthew Ashimolo, Pastor Matthew Ashimolo, who had this um, um, slogan that it's not over until it's over. Amen. It's not over until God says it's over. And God hasn't said it's over because God is limitless. We are the ones who put the limits. We, we put the cap on things. But when we come to the, that mindset of even now, we are opening the door for something else to happen. 
is is that is for continuity. It also makes room for miracles. It is the even now that we have within our spirit in our mind that makes room for miracles. Mary's attitude, Martha's attitude, was like that. That I want continuity in this. I'm not. I'm not ending it here. I'm not going to end it here. Mary, on the other hand, was that it's over. No need to bother. Asa. Very quick to give up. This morning, I charge everyone hearing me that don't be quick to give up. No, no, no. Don't be quick to give up. What did I say? Go for yourself. Is it because things are not always as they seem to be. Things may look in a certain way, but they may not necessarily be that. And so don't be too quick to give up. Oh, well, I quit because why did you quit? You, you don't know what is going to happen tomorrow morning. Ah, that man who leaned on the king's, the king leaned on his arm said, oh, even if God will open the windows of heaven, could it be possible as the prophet Elisha was saying that a, a shekel of value will sell for um, a few coins and he said, oh, even if God opened, will it, could it be possible? That man was far from the even now mentality. You understand? And truly, it happened, but he didn't eat of it. Many of us are losing certain things. You've missed many things because you didn't take on this even now mentality. You were quick to give up, quick to give in, quick to throw in the towel, quick to turn around and say, well, that's it. That was Mary's attitude. But Martha was pursuing. She was pursuing for Jesus to do something. And I prayed that may God give us all that heart to pursue our vision, to pursue our dreams, not to quit, not to stop. Because, you know, if you don't quit one day, no matter how difficult it is, there will be a crack and then there will be a breakthrough. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hands together and thank the Lord. I said, just thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. She was pursuing for Jesus to do something, for something to happen. And something did happen. The even now mentality gives us even the strength to believe for another day. See, because if you don't have that mindset, you will you will just kill over. David said, "Unless I believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, I would have fainted. So I would have fainted. But I believe that even now, despite the pursuit of my adversaries." Despite everything that I'm going through, I believe that even now God has a bigger plan. God is coming through. God is with me. His promises don't fail. He who has begun a good thing in my life, he's going to bring it to a better and a good completion. Is somebody in this room this morning? In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Even now opens the door for another chance. For you to take another chance. Because once you have given up and you don't have that even now mentality, you won't even try again. But it doesn't matter how far life has taken you, how old you are. We as human beings, we think in terms of my age and time and who, what I have and what I don't have and all that. It, it, it is, I don't want to use the word. You know, we have a limitless God. Look at it. You have a limitless father who's not limited by anything. 
But yet, you limit yourself when you are dealing with him. And because we limit ourselves when we are dealing with him, that is why we are always depressed. And that's why you're not seeing the breakthrough. Do you understand? You bring it down. Let's say you have a very kind, rich, good father who has everything and who's willing to give you everything. But yet, you say, oh, I'm tired of asking him for, for favors. So I don't want to go and ask him for favor because of this or that. The last time I went, even there was somebody there who was looking at me with a bad eye. And, and when you ask him, he takes so long to give it to you. He will ask you questions. What do you need it for? So, yeah, because he has it to give. He's willing to give. But what is our state of mind? What is our state of mind? What is our state of mind? Our state of mind is even now. It may be broken, but even now. It may be totally destroyed, but even now. It may be an end product like ash, but even now. He says that he gives beauty in the place of ashes, even now. Hallelujah. Even now. Something new can happen. Something different. You, you just don't understand how God can just take things that you thought were impossible and then suddenly, in a twinkle of an eye, suddenly bring possibility, suddenly bring solution. But what is our mindset? We, we need to have a different mindset. Take on the even now mentality to open up your heart, to open up your spirit. You know, it's a faith mentality, really it is. It's a, men, a faith action, it's a faith mind that it is destroyed, it's over, but even now. It may not be the same thing happened, but something else can happen that beats whatever was lost or destroyed. Are you understanding me? Yes. Open the door of your heart this morning. Open the door of your mind by that faith mentality of even now. And you will receive the end result of your faith. Because faith always has an end result. Amen. And the end product of your faith is a manifestation of that which I believe God for. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Martha was holding on tenaciously to what she wanted. She wanted her brother well. She wanted her brother alive. So she said, Lord, I know that even now, whatever you ask the Father, he will give it to you. I've come to pray over your life today that may you receive a tenacious spirit, the spirit of tenacity, to hold on strong. Amen. Like the bulldog. The bulldog sinks its teeth in your leg. Trust me. Your leg is gone. They can be hitting the dog. Have you ever seen that? They'll be hitting the dog with Jemu. That's what it is. You must hold on tenaciously to what you have believed God for, to your faith, to that which you desire. Hold on tenaciously. It may seem that is the more you pray, the more it's going the other direction. But always have this that even now, even now, there will be a change. Amen. Hold on tenaciously. Amen. Amen. And, and you will receive that which God has given to you freely. Because most of the things that we, we are praying to God for are things that are in the will of God. Why would God say that be fruitful and multiply and withhold a child from you? It doesn't make sense. So you know that it's not God. 
So you hold on tenaciously. The doctor says this. The doctor says that. But even now, even now, you go to hospital to give a diagnosis that is beyond your mind. But even now, even now, you are going old and you are thinking, ah, by this time I should have done this. But well, you have not done it. Forget it. But even now, there's something else that you 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 do. Stop wasting your time sitting down, gaping and moaning about what has not been, what is not, and what has not been, what cannot be, and take on a new mentality. That even now, even now, in the midst of all this, I believe God that God will answer. When and how I don't know, but I know He will. Rise up on your feet this morning, in the name of Jesus, and lift up your hands unto the Lord. And I need you to begin to pray this morning unto God that God, I believe that even now, even now, whatever I ask, so whatsoever thing you ask, in the name of Jesus, He said the Father will give it to you. It wasn't a lie, the truth. Whatsoever things you desire when you believe that you've received it, you have it. Lazarus was dead. Mother said, even now, <laughs> even now, God is about doing wonderful things. A young man was sentenced to jail. <laughs> he wasn't innocent. He was guilty. And to everybody, that was the end. He's going to jail. But even now in the jail, he found Christ. And even now in the jail, he was changed. And he was the one preaching to the, 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 the other jail beds. Came out a different person. That's an, an even now account. Lift up your hands. I need you to pray. I, I need people in this house to pray this morning. And Lord, even now, this is the reality before me. This is my reality, but God, even now, I believe. I cannot hear a praying church this morning. Open the door of your spirit for something new to come. Open that door for continuity. Open that door into a future. Lift up your voice and pray, everyone. Bring your prayer before God. In the name of Jesus. Even now. Strength will come even now. Maybe at the lowest of your lows, but even now. Even now. Pray. Martha said, Even now. God is so God. God over all things. Say, if only you can believe. All things are possible to them that believe. Ah, that even now mentality will 
cause you to rest in hope. Will bring your spirit to a rest. That even now mindset and faith will dispel that fear. And that terror that has come upon your spirit. Even now. Lift up your voice and pray. Even now. That door is open. It may have been shut. Maybe even your heavens have been shut for years. But today, even now, even now. Oh, Lift up your voice. I need some praying people in this house. This is a word that God just put in my spirit so strong. Elijah will say, I speak by the word of God. Other times he said, by my way. 
So even that which God has not said, but you have desired, and you have put in prayer before Him, we say even now.
Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.